Hello, hello, and welcome to the Holistic Lounge. This is Mache, and you can find me on a multitude of places online, as you well know. Um, I'm on Facebook, you can find me on the blog, YouTube, Instagram. I'll put the links to all of those in the notes. Now, today with me, I have a very inspirational lady called Pranu Chetty, and she has she's a light bringer um, situated in Centurion. Uh, we met, we met through Saint. Oh, we met through the Centurion Homeschooling Group. We started doing nature items and goodies together, and then I found out she actually does something pretty interesting for a day job. But now, <laughs> I want to find out from you first. How on earth did you start homeschooling? Hmm. Homeschooling was uh, necessary. Actually, it came to a point where it was necessary for me to try something different other than formal schooling with mm-hmm. my son who was struggling at school, actually. And uh, formal school was too rigid of a system, and it was not working out for my son, basically. So mm. my son actually suggested it to me. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> he says, uh, Mom, you teach a lot better. Why don't you teach me at oh. home? So that's how it started. And how long have you guys been homeschooling now? Just from this year. Okay, mm. okay. So you're still pretty new to it, but you're rocking it anyway. Awesome. And I'm so happy you're part of our group. You're, we've we've got a lovely little group. If you're situated in Centurion, join our group. It's awesome. Absolutely. And then um, I I went and snooped online a bit. And I saw that you're quite um, involved in outreaches and things. I saw that you guys were working with the dustbin diggers and so on. Tell me about that. How did that come about? How long have you been involved? What yeah. do you do? Um, 2012. That's when it started. Okay. And at that stage, I was uh, looking to serve in some way. Mm-hmm. And so after playing on it and asking for direction, I sort of, they, they came to my attention. Oh, yeah. And I started making sandwiches and serving it outside my house at the time. Oh. But it took very long because <laughs> I have to wait for them to keep coming to the bin, yes. you know. And it took a, a lot of my time. So I thought, okay, let me just get into the car and look for them. Mm-hmm. And at that stage, I was giving a few sandwiches. Mm. And then there were so many of them. So I started buying uh, in bulk some fruit and veg and making little oh, packages. Okay. It was about 30 at that time. Oh. And eventually, uh, when friends um, you know, were looking for something to do and some friends were really troubled and they wanted to, you know, I wanted to distract them from it. I used to take yes. them along for a ride. Okay. And eventually it grew. Now we quite big. It's. Five cars going out on a Friday, and oh, we're wow. giving 250 loaves of bread. I realized you were doing so. I didn't realize it was on such a big scale. Wow. So we got a very dedicated group of ladies. Um, some of them work full time, so oh. they sort of sacrifice their mornings to be able to go out and oh, help. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's, it's really... Um, it's our way of showing the, these recyclers that we will yes. come to you to acknowledge what you are doing mm. and to show you our love, you know? Yeah. Because many that. people see the, the people coming around with their little trolleys with the plastic bag on the back and they pick out the bottles and things. And the, the people get irritated because, oh, there's the dustbin diggers again. I understand now where the name mm. comes from. But 
How, what does it look like there where they are? Like I've never I've never been there. What mm. what are the people like? Um, how many people are there? Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, when I first started in 2012, 2011, 2012 actually, mm. I went out to uh, Spread to go and have a look at what what was actually happening because mm. I thought maybe I could go and maybe give a meal there. Mm. But there's thousands of people who are destitute and really? under the red line and it was it was just too overwhelming i i, I couldn't handle the yes. you know the the situation there mm. and i realized so i contacted social workers and you know to see how we could help and they mm. are just completely inundated themselves and they stressed you know to mm. point mm. of no return so they couldn't help me actually mm. so i said you know what this is w what we can do within our own capacity yes and this is what we, we're going to Yes. But it's it's quite a dire situation out there. These people are from all over Africa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they speak all different languages and um, they're just struggling. And this is the only honest means of working for them. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So and I see so many mommies with the little babies on the back. And then it hits so close to home. Because mm -hmm. I know like with my kiddies, I mean, Jorge's not very much older than those kiddies are. And you're, uh-uh. Yeah, but the bigger issue is that um, they know not much about birth control, so yeah. they have a lot of children which they can't really feed. But yeah. that's how that's what the situation is sure. like. But in the end, at least they're working and not stealing. At least they're doing something mm. to generate an income and not. Yeah. yeah. So we have drives also during the mm. year, you know, where we uh, give blankets and toys and mm. hampers and things like that. But it's a lot of work, and you know we. We, tr we try where we can. Actually. Yeah, to organize it all mm -hmm. must be a, a bit of a mission as well. Yeah. But how can we get involved? How can people get involved? If you're in Centurion and you want to get involved mm. with the project, how do you do it? Uh, well, people are welcome to come with us mm. on a drive through on a Friday. Okay. And they also uh, they can also help by um, donating money yes. if they want, you know, because we're spending about a thousand rand a week at the moment. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and it's coming just from this small group of ladies at the yes. moment, you know, so uh, that's the only, uh, that's, that's some of the ways that you can help at the moment. Okay. And to donate, where can we donate to? Uh, yes, we collect. So if you just let us know what you got, then we... Okay, so we'll put your number in the notes, and if anybody wants to get in contact and donate in any way, get involved in any way, they can contact you. Yes, right? absolutely. Okay, awesome. And now, so your day job. How, what do you do? Firstly, just give a bit of an overview. What do you do? Okay, so uh, I'm an alternative, intuitive health practitioner, healing practitioner. So... Mm -hmm. um, I use uh, esoteric methods of helping people to overcome their emotional issues, basically. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it involves delving into the subconscious, delving into the conscious mind, helping to release limiting beliefs, helping mm -hmm. them to feel lighter at the end of the day, because that's yeah. what people are looking for. Yeah, they're just too bogged down with too many emotions and they don't know what to do with themselves. Mm -hmm. So uh, the techniques that I use are sort of hit to the core, you know, mm. and the actual cause of problems rather than focusing on what's happening in the conscious mind. So yeah, rather than putting a plaster on it, you treat the you treat the abscess in the knee. Yes. Okay, which makes absolute sense. Mm. That's the best wow. way of going about because you can't just treat things by by fixing it with pills or whatever. You need to get to the root of it. Yes, no, mm. absolutely. Okay, do you work with kiddies? Do you work with only adults? What's your... Uh, it ranges from six years to... 
all the way to 80. Okay, so no <laughs> no upward age limit over there. How did you start doing what you're doing? How did you get into um, it? My actual, the profession that I uh, studied after I finished school was environmental health. Yeah, I'm actually oh, okay. an environmental health officer. Oh, but thank okay. God I never got into that profession. <laughs> and uh, years after having the children and the sort of feeling this lack, I there too it was, you know, what am I supposed to be doing in my life and yes. trying to understand my purpose. And um, the universe just sort of brought all of these modalities into my space. So hypnosis and Reiki and mm. uh, emotional freedom techniques. And I, it, it worked for me. So I started mm. advertising. If it can work for me, it can work for anybody. And yes. the clients just came, you know. So yeah, yeah you started. open the doors and they come. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fixer, you know. I, yes. I, I like to help people to fix their issues, no matter what it is. Mm. <laughs> So I, I'm able to tune in to be able to see what it is they need also, you know? Yes. And uh, as a result, the the results are quite astonishing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's nice to be able to help somebody on that level because not many people understand what's going on inside, you know? Yeah. So, so But I've learned a lot. Mm. A lot, yes. And the one <laughs> big thing like is that. you can't judge people, really. Yeah. You know, everybody's got a history and... I mean, going into past lives even, you'll be mm. able to see why the person is going through what they are at the mm. moment. So it's quite fascinating. You write a book about something. Yeah. <laughs> you should maybe write a book. NaNoWriMo is coming up in November. <laughs> What's coming up? NaNoWriMo. It's the National Novel Writing Month. Really? Yeah. There's a there's a whole community around it. It's on Facebook. It's there's a I think it's a website slash blog as well where they give you prompts. There's writers that give you guidelines on how to get your how to put it all out there and then a month of just head down and writing. Wow. And you get um I I can't remember what the what the word uh count is supposed to be. I think it's twenty thousand where you have a counter like Okay, you're up to yeah, and if you reach it, you win stuff, and it's it's quite a community. It's pretty cool. Mm. They had like a little um, mini national writing month thing now in June, where I actually did a poetry bundle that I haven't published yet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that I've been that I've been meaning to do, but never actually <laughs> got around to doing. But yeah, you should maybe do it, even if it's a little book, even mm. if it's you know, because then it's something that you can say, "Wow, I did this." Mm. Look, I, I look at that. Made. It's on my bucket list. You see, you see, what, no better time than the present. <laughs> and um, <laughs> to, to do what you are doing, um, if somebody else were to want to do that, do you need to go on specific courses? Do you need to do specific, um, what do you need to do on your road to get there? To become uh, this kind of practitioner? Yes. Yes, there's many, many courses out there. Okay. <laughs> And uh, all the courses are designed to help you sort of specialize in that modality, you know. Okay. So that's what I did. I went for all these different courses over the years. And yes. uh, now what I offer is really a, a combination of techniques, you know. So it's yes. not just one technique that I use to be able to help somebody. Okay. And I found it works better because it addresses specific needs. Yes. And you can also modify to fit the person that you're working with. And everybody's different. I exactly. really you can't say that you know I'm using the exact same technique with everybody. Yeah, it's a it's a bit of a mix. It's like when I work with the kiddies with um the schooling. You don't just get a plain straightforward visual learner or a kinesthetic. They're normally a mix yes. of various different mm. things and then you need to work with them as a person. Yeah. And, and also when you're working with somebody they, they have to be able to trust you. Yes. So when you're able to tune in into them, 
then they automatically feel the comfort. You know, it's like, okay, she understands me mm-hmm. and I can open up now. Yes, absolutely. Um, so with bookings, how does it work? Um, how do people get a hold of you? How long are the sessions? Um, how does it work? What what does a typical, well, as typical as you can get, okay, <laughs> session so look like? It varies according to what people are looking for. So somebody, if somebody wants to come for a Reiki session and balance all their chakras, then that takes about 45 minutes. Okay. But if I'm doing a hypnosis session where we're really delving into the subconscious and dealing with hectic issues, mm. then it's about an hour and a half for the first one. Mm-hmm. And we follow up with usually two other treatments, and okay. that's 90 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And then um, there's uh, emotional freedom techniques, which usually takes about an hour in the first session, and card readings, which is an hour mm. as well. Yeah, because these things take time. And then uh, what I also wanted to ask you, um, Nana, how do you know if the person that you are going to is legit? How do you, like, is there any um, board that you have to be certified with? Are there, like, um, how do you know, even if you want to go for a course, how do you know which courses are legit and which ones are, you know, people just trying to make uh, make a quick buck off you? <laughs> yeah, you know, the, the energy medicine sort of stream in South Africa is not regulated. I know, that's a big part yes. of why I'm asking. How do you, like, where do you see, is it traditional healer in the sense of i'm gonna hoist some bones and it's up thing or is it you know how do you know yeah we actually you go intuitively into it yes mm, and if, if it resonates <laughs> with you like i also teach classes i teach yes. reiki and i teach people reiki one two three masters mm. and so the students that come to me are attracted to my energy yes. you know so that's how the class happens and so far it's been over 80 students now over wow. the last couple of years but i think it's also a case of being well known in the community people knowing that you are um a, a trustworthy person people knowing that you are that you're legit yes uh, i think that's... according to how i lead my life as well you know? exactly yeah. exactly it's your personal brand that you put out there and you are such a likable person so <laughs> i mean no but since day one i've we kind of click, but I think yes. it's the same with the whole group. There's no, there's no weird. The the people that don't resonate with us kind of just quietly leave. Mm. Have you also noticed? No, that's true. <laughs> but it's the same in your life, eh? Whenever, like, you get people that that bring negativity to yes. the table, and then they just kind of. It's almost like your positivity chases them away. Yeah. <laughs> they, start, they sort of see themselves out. No, that's true. And also sometimes people can't handle the energy. You yeah. Know? And if it's too light, if it's too. Um, sort of out there you mm, know it's mm. like uh, you can't handle the energy so they sort of disappear from yeah. the scene but that's that's great actually that's a great exit <laughs> exactly because it's, you know i was re- re- listening to a thing the other day where they say that you should guard because they say you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with and they say about every six months or so which i haven't really thought about every six months or so one of those people leaves your circle of five Maybe they have a job change or there's something that happens in the family or a death or whatever, but they leave your top five. And most people just have that gap automatically filled by the next best person. And we should actually be so much more attuned to who our five are. And we should actually select them very, very carefully because, yeah, they, they have a huge impact on your life. And like you say, the energy that you're actually putting out there, mm. they, oh, it's 
it's massive. Yeah, no, and it's all about residence at the end of the day. You know, mm. what is it that you are about? What is it that you want in your mm. space? You know, where are you going with your life? Even you mm-hmm, know, mm. and when you ask the universe, they, that's how they bring. Yeah, you know? yeah. So even for myself. I was at a stage with the homeschooling where mm. I needed to interact with other mothers, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, no. and I, the some you know some of them that I that I did interact with was sort of uh, from a distance, you know, yes, yes. and it wasn't as comfortable. But when I met you guys, it was like, oh my gosh, Aww. it's home, you know, <laughs> and so close. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yeah, no, I really appreciate that. So I think you have a, you know, fundamental role to play also oh, because you really yeah. are the glue in the group, you know, keeping oh. everybody together. But do you even know inside. how it started? No, I don't. <laughs> with the cottage school, the bo- uh, with the cottage school, the boys wanted to meet girls. So they said, I should maybe try and organize something social so they can meet girls. And we started going on the nature walks. And I figured, well, can just as well invite some people along. And I invited some people along. And that's where the group, the first initial um, nature walk, was around 30 plus people. It was huge. And then a few of them stayed. And then that grew into the group we have now. Wow. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, it's pretty great. cool. It it started off quite like yeah, I just wanted to keep the boys happy and let them meet some girls. And now it's grown into this wonderful community and the boys have moved on and the group's grown and matured and I've met so many amazing friends through it. Mm. Well, you know, I, it's amazing. Homeschooling mm. people are just wonderful people. <laughs> they are, generally speaking they yeah, are. And they're the well managed, they you know, they have such great respect, they Mm. they sort of really true individuals you know that's true and it's amazing I, that's what i really love about it yeah. by the way mm. and even us as moms because hey, i mean if you look at our group we have people from so many different backgrounds and languages and belief systems and weirdly we all just connect mm. we all get along and there's no like if you were to look in from the outside there's no real reason for us except homeschooling to to gel like this so it's pretty absolutely (laughs) it's meant to be hey exactly i'm telling you so um for the to get a hold of you online i'm going to post all of your links you are active on facebook you have a facebook page not a group it's a a facebook page yes okay what's new age ubuntu wellness I love the Ubuntu in there. So it's, it's yeah, like a South African flair in there. It's awesome. Mm. Now, uh, thank you so much for joining me. And uh, thank you for chatting to me. I actually learned a lot. Uh, yeah. Well, you're a great host, hey? Oh, thank Hostess. you. Thank you, you're a darling. <laughs> and um, yes, blessings to you. And join us next time. We're going to have another very interesting guest on. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's a pleasure.